0: There are economic factors, there are social factors, there are political factors, if you like. And then, there is the scientific factors. We have taken all this into account in determining the numbers of groups to arbitrate and the numbers of people to visit. Our gorilla permit prices have been going up in the last five years uh, from about 250, five years ago, to now $500 for the foreign uh, non-residents. Roughly translating into about 40% of Uganda Wildlife Authorities um, internally generated revenue. Now, we generate internally about 10 billion Uganda shillings. Um, 10 billion Uganda shillings is roughly um, 5.5 million US dollars. So 40% of that comes from gorilla tourism, comes from windy. We keep the groups uh, of people visiting the habituated gorillas to a bare minimum to avoid stress. Because gorillas are social animals, they spend most of their time eating and grooming and they need their privacy, so to say. If we have too many people going to see these groups too often, then you begin to stress them and it begins to impact on their social behaviour. In fact, from the last census results, we noted that the population increase was largely from the wild groups while the habituated ones had less and less infants. We mustn't stress the animals. We mustn't be driven by actions that could ultimately further endanger the existence of the mountain gorillas or their habitat. At the moment there are so many tourists who have been looking for gorilla permits and they have not been able to get them because of the overbooking. People have booked gorilla permits as far as three years to come. Even now, as I speak, there are people who always say, Why don't you increase the number of people? on the habituated groups of gorillas but for us we are conservationists we don't look at the money aspects anybody out to make money would want to habituate all the gorillas so that tomorrow there are a million tourists here coming to see gorillas but that could be counterproductive because um, if you have too many people coming into the same place, you could end up with an environmental disaster. But also, the willingness to pay will go down. So those are the considerations and the economic factors. We would rather keep the numbers low and maintain a high demand and charge more and keep the people in the country longer and they can spend more money on transport they can spend more money on accommodation they can spend more money on food and we boost the whole tourism sector of course uh, examples have been given in some of our neighboring countries where up to 70 percent of the population is habituated but We need to be cautious of the fact that it can take one month to wipe out a population and you may never rebuild it. So we who still have more than half of the mountain gorillas should proactively and judiciously ensure that we sustain the conservation objectives or else we lose out like other animal species have become extinct and that message has been very clear to the government of Uganda and it's well understood. However um, that is a little bit uh, superficial still because in any case for any visitor traveling in this area chances are you travel through all the three districts and um, from the transport services, from the hotel, foods and beverages services, there is certainly a fair spread of uh, benefit. Certainly the communities would appreciate any management intervention that increases prospects of improving (laughs) on their economic livelihoods. So there's always that excitement about another group arbitrated because it means you could have more benefit coming in. And, uh, and we think in this case there will be more benefit coming in because we'll have increased visitation and we'll have increased demand for the supportive services and because the communities know and actually get a direct benefit they certainly would look forward to uh, seeing another habituation happening but through our awareness programs they are also conscious of the fact that it has to be regulated so it's not like they are excited and praying that more and more groups are habituated until the last one. No, they are conscious of the fact that we must strike some optimal levels. As a conservation agency, we are not driven by profits, but rather by conservation. Profits is secondary. But we also are aware that by engaging into our conservation activities we avail opportunities for development to happen